And to check out the uncensored version of this episode, make sure you go check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash good moms, bad choices. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. And it's Scorpio season, bitches. What's up, Scorpios? You see my beautiful Scorpio candle I have here? I do. It's beautiful. It's from Tarjay. I love Tarjay. Tarjay has a, a wide selection of astrology candles. Did you get me one? No, because it's not cancer season. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go get myself one. Mm-hmm, you should. <laughs> um, well, how are you doing today, my love? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I'm excited for the rest of my day. I'm excited for our guest we have here today. Same. I know. We, do, we have a kind of a pop-in day, right? Yeah. You know, when you're in a, a woman of a certain age, when you have more than like three plans in a week, it's crazy. You're like, my week's like, I was like, damn, I have three things to do already. Like, my whole week's done. <laughs> I was like, I'm tired already just thinking about it. Yeah, we got a lot of things. We got a lot of things to get to today. To today. We got a what? Today. Today. A lot of Break it down. Iris been beatboxing lately. So Luna loves to beatbox and freestyle and make Oh, well, they need to they need to get it together then. Yeah. Because Iris be getting real good over there. They need to be salt and pepper. Anyway, um, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. I'm really good, yeah. Great. <laughs> Have you done this before? <laughs> no, never. Are you high? No, I'm not. Me neither. Okay, just awkward. Maybe that's what the problem is. I think that is. So, yeah, we haven't smoked today, guys. I know, rare, rare sighting. Um, <laughs> rare sighting. I'm sober. It's going to be rough. Um, anyway, guys, um, we're just going to get straight to our guests. Because on YouTube, everyone gets mad at us that we don't introduce our guests immediately. We like talk for like five minutes and then they like curse us out in YouTube and say we're really rude. So do we have on our YouTube that it says it's like Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast or does it just say Good Moms, Bad Choices? I think they think it's a YouTube show. Yeah, they're confused. Okay, well, YouTubers, this is for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I want to welcome our guests. Um, I'm really excited. The theme of this month is cuffing season November and I was thinking like what are who are some like bomb ass married people that I know and I was like oh my god my girl she just got married like when you got married last year I think 2020 20, oh shit she got oh, married yeah, oh yeah and we had her on we had her on our show a while ago and I was like it's time to redo let's run this back so I would like to welcome to the show Grammy award winner bomb ass mom actress fine just overall fine woman and, and our friend and our friend <laughs> Melanie Fiona hey guys Hi. so nice to be here again and guess what guys she brought her partner Jared we brought the man she brought, brought her husband hi baby do you say partner or do you say husband I say both. Yeah. Say both. But it's mostly husband. 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 And she yeah. normally says husband. This is my husband. husband. This is my husband. When I get a husband, I'm going to say it like that. Yeah. That's my husband. That's just my baby daddy. Yeah. He was for a long <laughs> Who time. Who that is? <laughs> he was just my baby daddy for a long time. Like four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I saw, I remember seeing you guys uh, get married during the pandemic. And you had the cutest little video and like the cutest little like chapel wedding. I was like, this is so beautiful. Let's be clear. It wasn't even a chapel. It was, it's technically considered like a 
A storefront. A storefront. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? It's, what? Wait, where was it? It's, it's, it's in Van No, it's in uh, Sherman Oaks. It's called samedaymarriage.com. <laughs> is that by my house? It's on Laurel, is it on Laurel Canyon? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've not, seen that before. Yes. It's they, on a busy street. Yes. It's on Laurel, Laurel Canyon, Canyon. Yeah. like Moore Park or something. No, and, and uh, Riverside. Riverside, yeah. We literally would drive by there all the time and be like, Ayo, if it doesn't work out with the wedding, we could always go there. Ha, ha, ha. Lo and behold... Ended up there on our wedding day. Absolutely. It was perfect. It was clutch. They had the date available that we wanted. And we literally walked right next door from the liquor store, bought champagne, popped it on the corner. It was perfect. It was crazy because it was like the exact opposite of what we were initially setting yeah. out to do. You know, at first, you know, we were like, yeah, we're going to go to Italy. We, we had the <laughs> We hotel. had a destination we wedding. Everything. It was, it was like, all the all the bouginess. Oh, a lot of bouginess. A lot of bouginess. A lot of money. You saved like $150,000. Probably Facts. more. Yeah. Like probably more. Facts. Yeah. But to be honest, it, it, even, even our Italy plans were still going to be small. They were small. But like just the overall thing of it just like the way that we got it done in the end absolutely was perfect for us yeah. but i do still want a wedding let's be clear you do, oh you do i do okay so i have do. a dress in the closet sitting and everything uh, okay you know women we they've been feeding us that dream since birth but so. you know what the thing is for me it's like i think prior to the pandemic it was the dream i guess of whatever but now it's more about the celebration the party now it's more about cherishing the guests cherishing the memories having my parents there having his parents there like those things that we lost for two years, you right. know? So, so that's, that's what the wedding signifies to me. So now, but now we have a ring bearer and a flower girl. Cause now we got two whole children. So. Yes. Yeah. What, what made you guys, what prompted you during um, uh, the pandemic to be like, fuck it, let's just go to the same day wedding. You thought we, the world was going to end? Rescheduled, what? <laughs> that's okay, that's <laughs> that part. We had rescheduled like what, two, three times. Yeah. And it, at one point we were just like, it's not about all that, all that fanfare at the end of the day. It's about us uniting, you know, uh, each other making that commitment and to be honest like signing the paper was just as ceremonial to me anyway than than going through all that you yeah know, it was like oh shit this is a this is a commitment now like contract, contract. contract. <laughs> you know what we saying? know what that is yeah, we do that in business, business all day being right this is what we do all day right so signing a contract was like oh wow no this is this is more than just cuffing season this is even even the next level but me. there were a few things that happened and and like we saw that time was just going and we're like, all right, like, yeah. are we really going to wait forever for this? Cause we had already been engaged for three years. Mm. So we were like, we, we need to get this done. So there was three things, two things that happened. And we were like, we should do this as the third. The first was we bought a house. The second was I was in like these like professional situations I was working to get out of. I got out of those. And then we were like, you know what? It's the end of the year. We should just get married. Like we should just cap it off at three, let's go out big. And so we did. And so that that was the third thing we called our parents. We're like, hey, do we have your blessing to just do this without you guys? We love you. <laughs> but we, we're just going to do this with us. And we went. We didn't even take Cam, our son. Oh, wow. We just went, the two of us. It's so. very intimate. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. it's one of my favorite memories. Honestly, sure. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it any other way at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll do a wedding, a celebration or whatever eventually, but... The way it worked out was perfect for us and, and like indicative of who we are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it always came back to us at the end of the day. And that's that's what I think marriage is about, to be honest. That's what it should be you get, Yeah, you get lost in the fanfare of what everybody else wants. I've seen so many people lose friendships, family, relationships mm -hmm. over weddings and money. Oh and God. it's mm -hmm. awful. And so I just love that we just removed all of that. And at the end of the day, when we think about that day, it's really just about us. And that's who it's about every day Yeah, when we go through this thing. And oh, like marriage. you said, <laughs> saved like $150,000. Yeah. And by the yeah. way, the coins. 
Same and, coins. And that night you just, just went home regular to the house? No. We went to Santa Barbara for the night. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, oh, we had staycation. a little staycation honeymoon. Yeah. The two of us, we went. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. It was great. That's beautiful. Yeah, we that bought a very time. expensive bottle of wine. Good. Yeah, I had, had some, a great room. I got to break out some lingerie. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got to order. We were just, it was just all the libations all night. We uh-huh. woke up, we walked the beach the next day. It was great. And we hadn't had those moments, especially for all year because we were locked in the house. Right. So to be able to have those, that moment to just the two of us, you know, our son was taken care of. We were really allowed to celebrate ourselves that night. So Aww. it was great. Yeah. How long have you guys been together? Be ten nine years? Year? Wait, be ten years next, next year. year. Yeah. So nine years. Nine years. Wait, so tell like tell us how you met. I think you told us a little bit the last time you were here, but like <laughs> tell us how you met and and all that jazz because I'm curious. So we met on an island. Well, no, we actually technically we first met in a studio. So when I was working on my second album, The MF Life, he was actually working in his studio, which was right next door. We had never ever seen each other. Then one day, my management manager at the time was like, "Hey, let's go next door." Um, Jared Cotter and his partner Dan are back there. They want to play you a song. And I'm in the middle of recording and I'm like, ah, I don't have time for this. Right. <laughs> so I walk in, right? But of course, but they they're cool, right? So but we but we never like met met. So we walk in, I see him, he's cute, but I'm also in a relationship at the time, so I don't see him like that. Right. Cut to three years later, about three years later, we end up on an island on a writing trip. Mm. Where oh, like one of those writing Yes, like I'm like he's there as a songwriter, I'm there as an artist, and we're basically creating with different people to create music to possibly get placed or if you're an artist put it on your album whatever long story short we met on the island and it was just we took the same flight out there Uh and it was like instant connection and not instant connection like damn you fine like it was like damn you're cool as hell Mm -hmm. and you cute Right? Like, for both of us, I think. Write me a song. Right? <laughs> Write me a song. How do you feel about me? How are you feeling about this? Um, so, so, yeah, it was just great. And then getting that time to be together on that island, it was just really cute. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't this immediate, like, oh, it was just, like, seeing him around, like, hanging out, get, eating lunch together. So, I'm very easily turned off. Very <laughs> easily. Because I'm very particular about what I'm attracted to, what I like. A man could be fine and say one stupid ass ignorant thing, and I'm like, "Oh no, I'm <laughs> off of you. You're gonna have to win back my affections." He never did that the whole trip, <laughs> so I was like, "Wow, good job, Jay. yeah." yeah. yeah. You know, didn't even know you were being tested. Didn't he didn't. He didn't even know. <laughs> and the craziest part is that before I went on that trip, I was, you know, I was single for like a year, almost and a half at that point, and I was doing the dating thing, and I was like, "Ugh, this is exhausting. My energy and my body is just worth more than this. Like, I can't be out here in these streets." So I literally said to my best friend at the time, "I was like." I want to meet someone. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm in this space where I want to meet someone that I really like again. Like I want to be around. I like their energy and I want to be there. And then I went on the island and I, and I met him and I was like, Oh, Oh, you it's spoke you. It, you spoke it. Were I you flirting it. like on the island? Was oh, it, at that point you knew what was up. What about you, Jared? When you met her in the studio, were you like, Oh, you said you were also in a relationship, right? I was also in a relationship at the studio, but, um, wasn't the girl there? No, oh, okay. no. No. <laughs> why, are you, no. why are you trying to make it messy? <laughs> Wasn't she there? <laughs> no, I, I was just re- I was just rethinking of a story that Melanie had told me about when she met her husband, and she was uh, like, I didn't think I was like his type. 
Yeah, no. Why is that? Because he was, I I always say this, it's because he was pretty and he was doing things. That's what I said. And I just always (laughs) thought. What does that even mean? I don't know. I mean, okay, if I'm going to be really honest. You're pretty and doing shit too, girl. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if I'm going to be really honest, I just thought he liked white girls. I'm not going to lie. That's what it was. I was trying to say without saying it. I did. He must have been dating a white woman at that time. He wasn't. And he doesn't. And that was my surprise. He he proved me wrong. Melanie is me because I'd be like, he probably dated white women. That's how really categorize men. It's just not I fair. Really, wow. I really, I don't technically do that. But for him, I just didn't, I did not think that I was his type Mm-mm, at all. But and, you were and are. But I, yeah, fortunately for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, I don't know where we were going with that. How we met. Oh, you were in a relationship met. at the time. I was, but it was, it, it was definitely at the end of the relationship. And I was. Oh, sorry. I was looking for the 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 catalyst to to leave, you mm. know. And um, it was a great relationship, but it just ran its course. And when I met Melanie, I was like, "Oh, this is how it's supposed to feel. This mm. is where I'm supposed to be at," you know. Um, so you know, just got past that because when we landed after the island, she literally looked me in my face and was like, "So, uh, that was fun. Don't call me." What? what? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do that? Okay, a little crazy. No, because you know, because you know what it was is because I I saw the potential of like what we what we were to to each other in that short time, and it was organic and it was cool. It was beautiful, and I was like, you have some cleaning up to do. Like you're. At, you're getting out of this relationship. You you're fresh. Like you don't. You've been in a relationship for a long time. Like I don't want to be a rebound, rebound situation. I don't want this to confuse what it is you feel like you need to do for yourself. And so I, li- I we landed at JFK and literally went separate ways. And I was like, do not yeah. call me. And I was like, don't call me. Like for but real. To be honest, I really respected it. You know what I mean? Like as as a man, you're like whatever, man. You know, you you try to have this ego, but I I, I really respected that. That she had the respect for herself to be like, you know, you're you're actually not ready for for what I want for me, you know. Yeah. Um. And so from that point on, you know, it had it made me do some reflecting and realize that you know, no, she she is what I want. So I need to take the steps to to make that happen. I think that like, uh, you know, I feel like if women and even men, but mostly women, if we followed this. This, I guess this guide or had more guts in just <clears throat> understanding our value mm-hmm. and like doing that, then yeah. we would get what we want more. Well, you know, that I, I agree because the thing about it is too, even with him, like after we started dating, like soon into after we started dating, I said, I loved you first. Like I was like, I love you. I'm not telling you because I need you to tell me back. I'm not telling you because I need you to be in love with me. I'm telling you because I'm in a space of not holding back on my truth. And I love you. And I'm not going to ever say like, oh, I, d- I was playing it safe or like, no, I'm going to let you know how I feel from jump, right. which also included, hey, I'm also not going to be the girl that you just dating for a year. I told him like I was like, I've done the work. I know what I want. I love what we're having. It was and it was early. And he was like, oh, uh, this." and I was like, listen, <laughs> I was like, this is not I'm not giving you an ultimatum. I'm just letting you know that a year from now, I don't want to be in this position because mm-hmm. I want I want a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, we had to. We, we broke up along the way because there were there was some some um, there wasn't synergy all the time, even though I know he loved me, too. And I knew that he also wanted to be with me. I also knew there were things he needed to do for himself. And so it couldn't be at the expense of my feelings. And when we did decide to part before we got back together and let which what led us to here, we both were on the same page. Like yeah. we know what it is like we've tried. 
And there's just certain things that aren't aligning right now. It was at the expense of my feelings, though, because she broke up with me on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, no, that was the first time. Why are you so dramatic? You know what I'm saying? I'm a cancer. What are I you love you. About? Don't say it back. <laughs> don't, don't call me. Don't call me. I love you. Don't call me. It's a Valentine's Day. We're done. <laughs> well, uh-uh. Like, uh, oh, okay, I guess I cancers did. are a little well, dramatic. Well, I mean, no, uh, let's be clear. There was, there was a slight offense the day before. Whatever, bro. Whatever. Whatever. You be lying. I don't like lying. No one likes lying. No. No, some people don't mind it. It's really like a thing for me. I don't like it. That's just like, just tell me the truth. Like, if I give you no, don't, I don't, I don't believe that I'm giving ever anyone a reason to lie to me. So it's like, wait a second. How did I lie to you? He's like, wait, hold on. What? You lied to me. And it was funny. We don't have to rehash it. We don't have to rehash it. It was 10 years ago. It was. It was 10 years ago. But the the, the Cancers don't forget shit. We don't forget shit. like February 13th. Yes. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. You said to me. We were in the store. It's true. Yeah, anyway. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's like, don't we hear now, try though. because I'll tell you. We hear now, though. Uh, but no, but that, <laughs> oh but that, that was the first time. That was the first time we broke up on Valentine's Day. And then we got back together shortly after. But the, but the time that we really broke up was, it was almost <laughs> a year later. And it, it was actually right before his birthday, which was also. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, because, that was nice, too. Because also. <laughs> Just protecting my listen, feelings listen, all the time. If you would get your shit together, feelings, then the timing you. would have been right. Yeah. So pretty much what happened was is that he was going to come home to Toronto and we were going to celebrate his birthday in Toronto. That's Are you also from. from Toronto? No, I'm from New York. Okay. So we were going to have this trip home to Toronto, but like he's not going to come home to Toronto and not meet my family and be everybody. It's been a year almost since we've been dating, right? So, but we had gotten to this place where this feeling of like, hot and cold was coming in and it's like it was never it was always hot between us but I always felt this like hesitation from him and I recognized what it was it was because he had never had that time to be by himself Mm -hmm. it's because he didn't know what to do with the idea of actually meeting the person that he could be like yo this is this is what I actually really want and so that day that we looked at each other and we're like hey look we really tried we really tried but I think it's best that we just kind of create some space yeah. at the moment. So, we- but happy birthday! <laughs> I sent him balloons. I sent him Not a gift. Balloons. I did. It was in love, and that was the thing. It, that I think that that breakup for for me was the first time I had ever parted with someone in love. Um, and not out of like spite or even though I was hurt, we were both hurt. Mm-hmm. We were both hurt at the fact that we couldn't figure out how to make it work mm-hmm. the way we both wanted to. Yeah. And so I think that there was just mutual respect there. For sure. So, but we knew that there was space. And then also with me, with being a boundary, I'm also like, again, don't call me because I don't want to do this. Back hey, just ch- no, like call me when we have something to really talk about, when you have something to say. And we don't need to talk friendly, casually about the weather. None of that shit. If we're breaking up, we're breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you want it, and if you really know what it is, then like find me. Mm-hmm. And he did. So she was out in them streets for like six months. <laughs> Do you street. agree with this with this um, take on how this went down? I'm always curious because you know people have different perspectives, even sure. in, even in love. I I agree that everyone should do what they feel is best for them. Right. So. So, yeah, I think that was best for her. And ultimately, it turned out, obviously, to be best for us. I think I did have some growing to do. You know, there was um, a little bit of um, an emotional catch up for for me to get to, you know, to 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 be where she was at at the time. Um, You know, it's not that I was still out in them streets at all, but I was I was still very much about me as opposed to about us. Mm. And um, 
once and it, it, it took me six months to, to, to get there. You know, I was like, wait a second. I'm not going to miss out on what we could be because I'm worried about me. Yeah. Like what happened in those six months where you just like, like what was the thing that kind of brought you guys back together? Like I just stopped. I couldn't stop thinking about her, you know, and like, what if, what, what if I had like really made my focus the two of us, what would happen, you know? And, and I realized after that time, I was like, I don't want to wait six years and, Mm. and, still be thinking about that mm-hmm. you know um and uh so i was like let me make the commitment to at least try you know let's try to give each other what we we both need and uh and see where we end up mm. so i think i'm gonna cry <laughs> not the kids oh tears God. making an appearance go. what you crying over there for <laughs> Yeah. It is a really beautiful story. I do love it, our story. It, it's nice. I yeah. do love our story because it really it, it's honest and I think it's a real it's a real testament to compassion and growth and patience and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it was it was a lot. It was it was a lot for us to go through in a short amount of time. Yeah. Um and I think a lot of men need to hear that type of story too. To be honest because a lot of guys have missed and, and a lot of women have missed out on good good men and women have missed out on uh and men have missed out on, on good, good women. women sorry um because of ah well forget it you know i'm moving on she moving on i'm moving on you know what i mean as opposed to like wait a second and then six years later it's too late it's too late at that mm-hmm. point you know um and i didn't i didn't want to look back and be like damn it's too late she's married with kids somebody should have could have would have writing an r&b song singing in the rain <laughs> <laughs> we've seen them we've seen them yeah yeah and i think you know just that's what marriage is too, right? You know, um, we, of course, you go through problems, you go through arguments, and, you, you know, a lot of times, especially in this generation, they'd be like, all right, well, I guess that's done. But uh, it doesn't have to be that. Like, let's talk. Let's go to therapy. Let's uh, let's figure this out. And, and then if we do everything that we can and it's still in a place, then we could talk about something. But let's let's at least try to to be who we need to be for each other. Mm. So that's And that's I think too the 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 testament to like not taking things personally. That was the first time I think in our separate when we were separated before we got back together that I still had like love for someone. I didn't take it personally like oh you're not choosing me. You don't it's see how bomb you. I am. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I was like oh no, like what he's going through has is nothing. nothing has nothing to do with me. Um, it's his own thing. And I feel like that's still applicable in marriage. Mm. It's like, okay, whatever you're going through, I'm going to try not to take that personally. Um, Lord because knows ultimately, a cancer it's, it's, can take some shit personally. Oh, we can take it personally. <laughs> well, because we can take it's, it personally. it's really supposed to be friendship. I think <clears throat> this situation reminds me of a, a, a relationship that I had with a guy that, I'm, you know, we're not going to be together. I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, but when we ended our relationship, it was the first time I've ever ended a relationship. And we were like laughing. Like we were, if you yeah. saw us in public, you would have thought we were having a date. But we were kind of just like calling it truce. Like this isn't going to work. Yes. I love you. Yeah. But like, I was sad. Yeah. But I was like, I'm so happy that we did this. Yeah. Like we really tried. And, and that person's still my friend to this day. But like, I think people always wait for shit. And I always tell my friends that are like, love to like have these blow up 
like mm. relationships. I'm like, why do you wait to hate them? Yes. Right. Like, why do you have to hate them to leave? Yeah. Like, you could save because even potentially. E- you could even potentially save the relationship. Yeah, it's easier. It's easier to be angry than sad. Yeah. 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 So give me a reason to be angry. I mean, I can. I definitely believe that I've operated like that in previous relationships. Um, and even like even to now, I'm still guilty. It's like. I would if if I'm upset, like being mad rather than just being like, you're my feelings being like, I'm not fucking with you right now. Right. You know, like it's a, it's a thing like it, it is a thing. It's what people do, but it doesn't have to be that. And I, I agree with you. Like it should it can. There is a especially when there's mutual respect, like nobody's out here making a fool of somebody lying, being deceitful, disrespecting, like whatever all that is, because that's when you feel that's when it's easy to take it real, like get angry. But when you just see that it's just not working or for whatever reason, it's just like, yo, it's all good. Like, I mean, it, it definitely hurts because you're like, why, God? Like, yeah, why? Yeah. You know, like, why can't you be this person for right. me? Mm-hmm. But like, ultimately, I feel like the, you have a higher potential of possibly figuring it out in the future if you guys kind of just. Case in point, you know? Yeah, I, I do. Case think, in point. I do think that women. <clears throat> like just are this like how we're conditioned in society, our worthiness and our value. F- a lot of times we've been taught that it has to do with like our relationship status. Mm. And so I think for a lot of women, when a guy is not giving you someone you, you fuck with and you want it to work and he's not giving that to you instead of being like, you know what? I see that you have too much going on and I value what I, the growth that I've done right. so much that I'm going to step away. A lot of times <clears throat> it's about winning. Oh, I'm yeah. going to convince you that I'm worthy because our self-worth is so often tied into our relationship status and being chosen because right. that's like the fairy tale that we're, we're spoon fed. Right. But in reality, like if we have like the value and the self-worth without the relationship and we have the like wherewithal to walk away from something that's not aligning with our spirit, then if it's for you, it will be for you. Yeah. And I think even I am guilty of this too. Like I'm going to convince you. Oh, you don't like free woman. What about now? Like, right. but I'm a good woman, but right. I'm smart, but I'm doing something, you know, like trying to let like plead almost in mm-hmm. this way. Cause you want someone to see you like, yes. like in a certain way, like I'm bomb. I'm this, yes. but but it's really the self-worth comes in like, I'm out. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And I think, too, where when Jared and I met, I had come off of a year of a lot of self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's what allowed me to be that version of myself for him and in this situation. Um, it's absolutely that. It's absolutely just the self-worth part of it. Not being like, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking it personally. Right. You don't need this to choose me. You need to know it's me for you. <clears throat> period. Right. Yeah. And and like women are always like caught up in like who's gonna say I love you first? Oh, he said. You know oh, what whatever. I mean? It's like no, I love you. Yeah, I like love it. you. <laughs> I don't care. I'm in love. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to say it back, but listen, I know how no, I feel. I'm I know cool how with that. I feel. Yeah. And that's not contingent on any. It's obviously already been contingent on whatever it is that you're doing or not doing. So this is how I feel. I'm just gonna say that. And if that scares you, that's the thing about that. Like if you being at, I feel like at this grown age too in our 30s, like if you are not thinking, shit, I just turned 40. If you are not, um. Like, if you're afraid to just speak your truth to somebody as an adult and feel like that's going to scare them off, that's not the person for you anyways, mm. period. Like, that. I have a friend like that. She's like, I'm, like, constantly, like, should I call him? Should I? I'm like, bitch, you are grown as hell. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was like, tell him you like him. Yeah. Tell him, like, you know, this hurts your feelings. Somehow it makes you feel. I'm like, this is, I'm like, you're never going to get what you want being afraid to say how you feel mm-hmm. because you're afraid of your own feelings Oof. and you're afraid of how someone is going to react to them. Like, how do you expect to have a relationship and you are not even 
it align with yourself. If it bothers you to say it out loud to someone else, you have some work to do on yourself. I would just like to know if there's any sort of audio that can be added that sounds like sprinkling gems because Mila is on her podium today. Okay. Add some glitter in there, baby. She is she is speaking these words. Put some fairy dust on my fairy name. Fairy dust on my name. Put some fairy dust on my motherfucking name. <laughs> I love it. I'm over here like, yes. It's yeah. true though. But like that goes for any relationship. You know what I mean? Even business, right? Like you have to you have to shoot your shot. You gotta let them know where you at. Um, and if it doesn't come back to you the way you want it, now you know, mm-hmm. right? Now you know. Now you can move accordingly. So yeah, what she what she did was was protect her 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 own self and allowed me to grow throughout it th- throughout that process. So she dribbled uh, the, co- the ball to your court. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thankful for Shoot it. Shoot your shot, bro. Shoot your shot. I'm I'm real thankful for it because I it it set me up to shoot my shot the correct way. You know, six months later. Well, you ha- you you don't have a meek woman. I, no. I will never forget. We no, and me and Melanie, we went hiking, <laughs> and I don't know what I can't remember what happened. Someone said some disrespectful shit or like honked, like flicked her off. How <laughs> you're fighting at the hike? Yo, she I had never seen. She was red teeth. Yeah, yeah. We, we're working on that. I was like, yo, <laughs> Melanie, chill. She's like, I just I don't like fight. I don't like rude ass motherfuckers. She's I don't, like I will confront the yes. issue. I did. <laughs> Head on. I will confront the issues. I don't. Yes. You know what it is? I just don't like. I just don't get why people feel it's cool to disrespect other people. Like I was just like, if that's. I also have moments where I laugh. Like I've had grown men flip me off on the road. By the way, I'm an excellent driver, so this is not. This is just people being rude. Okay? She's an okay no, driver. Really but like for me, if a man gives me the finger, I literally am just like, oh, you poor broken little boy. Like how bad of you that you feel like that's your way you need to express yourself to me, in passing. That's the best you could do. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, um, but yeah, like I'm not, I'm not into, I'm not into. See what the, I'm dealing with, y'all. I'm Let's not into the. Well, because 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 Melanie is is she's not afraid to say how she feels. Is that right. I guess as as a husband or as a man in general? Like I feel like men, not all men, but like you know, sharing feelings can be uncomfortable and just just having to really have to confront them, especially with a woman who's going to make you confront them. Oh, absolutely. Like how I don't, I'm, I don't like to share my feelings. <laughs> At all. Oh, you know? God. Is that why I'm torn as a human being? Like, my Gemini. Gemini. Yeah. It's your like, Gemini. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is me, you too. All the feels. Feels. Yeah. I'm like, you feel all the feels, but you don't share all the things. Oh, my right. God. I'm so she's, she's definitely been able to say the right things to, to pull that out of me, for sure. But I had to I had to learn how to do that and, and understand that if this is the person who I'm going to be with or want to be with, then I need to open up more, mm-hmm. you know? And, and um yeah, I had to. I had well, what to. do you normally do with all those feelings? You just like internalize them. Like I'm always yeah. curious. Like, them. What is in the what is in the brain of a man, especially a Gemini man? Because I have a lot of questions. Because um, <laughs> let me tell you what's. In, also, I mean, I can tell you as as a partner to a Gemini man, all the things are in the brain of a Gemini man. They're mm-hmm. thinking all the time. It's true. Yeah. And what are you just like having so, a lot of self talks inside, like reasoning things inside? Like, what's going on in there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> inquiring minds want to know um yeah no we think about everything you know i'll speak for myself i, I know everything is always going on for sure he does. um he does. but i pick and choose my battles mm. and if it's something that i feel like will either work itself out i say nothing mm. um or if i feel like hey that's just who she is that's who they are it is what it is and i act accordingly you know so i don't I don't feel the need to always express how I'm thinking because I feel like the universal will, will work its way out. Melanie will say, 
<laughs> this huh? is what I'm thinking yeah. right now and uh, no, I feel deal like, with it. I feel like I've gotten better. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten better. I think in our relationship, I definitely was, oh, no, no, no. Like, if I feel this, we're going to talk about it right now because this is how things compound. But I recognize it's not, that's not his way. So I recognize that I need to find the time when it's right to approach him with certain things. Now, obviously, sometimes shit happens and it's just, you got to deal with it head on. I'm sure. going to confront the issue. <laughs> um, but, but for the most part, like, I think I've had to learn how to, respect how he processes well also because not everything is worth a conversation in my opinion um she may she don't agree di- with that. she may have a difference she of said i agree i agree <laughs> but i also think that we also have a difference of opinion on what is worth talking about mm. and that's 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 i think that's where we differ yeah. as in as people just like him saying like oh that's gonna work itself out i'm on the other hand being like shit just don't work itself out you got to do the work to work itself that's not out. true <laughs> It's not true. In Shit certain, does work itself out. In certain regards, yes, I agree. You know? Um, but I, I'm just saying in the context of our sometimes relationship. sometimes the conversation, and, and not just in our relationship, in any relationship, sometimes having that conversation is opening up a can of worms that didn't need to be opened at all. And you could have been just fine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, mm. so some, some, sometimes. And now it's bigger, bigger than it, it, it should have it had it, to be. It didn't need to get there. It didn't need to get all the way there. You know, well, I'm so both of you. It's very, I'm like, hmm, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> this is our relationship. You're right. This is our relationship. But I, we literally, I would love to be a good like, point. In therapy, the point. therapy's probably, the therapist is confused. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. It sounds both, both important. Both no, no. The therapist is definitely on Melanie's side. <laughs> it's not. At I'm all not taking time. sides. This is what they tell me. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, not about to sides, but I have a black eye over there. Melanie found her. Is this your friend? I did find her. She's a black woman. She's wonderful. Um, no, we, we, it's really, it's really interesting that the thing that I really appreciate about Jared, and I think that this is, this would be the thing I think in our communication is that I don't like when he acts like he doesn't know what's going on. Cause I know he always knows what's going on. He's highly intelligent. He's very observant. He's in tune with me. He knows me extremely well. So when he puts on the, I just didn't even, re- yes, you did. Yes, you did realize. Yes, <laughs> he you said, did. I'm just not opening up a can of worms. I'm just not opening up the can of worms. So that's why I was like, oh, it's interesting to hear you say it like that. Me, I'm very much a person like, you know, you want all the worms. I, I don't want all the worms. I don't want the. I don't, don't want the worms, the worms at all. Open. Yeah. I don't want them. My, my, my thing about it is, is that like I always use the like sweeping shit under the rug analogy because it's just like yeah, you could sweep shit under the rug for a long time, but then when you lift that shit up, it's a pile of dirt, and now you got a longer day of cleaning up to do. See, it's not. And so I just me, feel in maintenance over repair. It, it's not about sweeping anything under the rug. Maintenance over But maybe over the repair. cleaning lady gets that one. <laughs> There's no cleaning Anyways, lady next in the question. There's you know a who's the saying? cleanup woman? Because who is she? Who's Let's the cleanup lady that. in the relationship? Oh, that's the therapist. Right. Like I'm just it's saying, the like maybe, the maybe something else comes. It's the Dyson. And, and that up. The Dyson came and make, made it better, guys. Bippity <laughs> <laughs> boppity boop, clean. Done and done. <laughs> the robot vacuum. Yep. The robot. See, yeah. no argument needed. Hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, you know, on our show, we um, usually ask guests to share an affirmation. I wanted to see if either one of you or both of you have an affirmation that you'd like to share. Um, an affirmation. Uh, yes, Melanie and I have noticed that whenever we are aligned on things, um, whether that be buying a house, having kids, um, dinner, <laughs> um, we. Uh, it, it all matches up, and the universe actually 
puts it in front of Blessings us. Lessons unfold, it, for sure. It, it's like manifestation in a way. You know, once we're aligned on something, it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, same page, next stage is, is, our, is our affirmation. So once we're, once we're on the same page and we really mean it, like, oh, yeah, no, I want to buy a house. You ready to buy a house? Yeah, me too. We're ready to buy a house. The house presented itself. Mm. Um, you, know, you know what? I, I really want to have kids. Yeah, me too. I really want to have kids with you. <laughs> One day, cut to pregnant the next day. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. pregnant the next I'm day. I'm shooting up the club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just, it, for whatever reason, that's always been um, the theme throughout our relationship. So, same page, next phase. Same page, next, next phase. Phase or stage? Phase, stage. Yeah. Same page, is, next stage. stage. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Stage, and stage. I think it's just like, it just pers- it just kind of like identifies teamwork. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is. It's like to be a team, you have to be an advocate for your teammate. You have to be an advocate for the team too. Um, so what what is what you want and what you want for your partner should be best for both of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've seen that every time. Like anytime there's just been... Some sort of like non-aligned, it could be the smallest thing, but as soon as we become aligned, then just the universe is like, oh, ready, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's been working for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's like beautiful. That. Thank you. It's like me and my wife. <laughs> exactly. Same page, page next phase. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We manifest really quickly together. You do. We're like, you, you want to do this? So to the point where I'm like, Erica. The other day she was like, I have an idea, but I don't want to say it out loud yet. Because we don't have any time. time. Right. <laughs> I was like, I, I have great ideas, but I'll tell you next year. Yeah. <laughs> January, remind me to tell you our yeah. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, a, that's powerful. That's, power, that's the power of partnership like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aligned partnership. Aligned. Yes. You notice, like, people listening, if you're trying to make some shit work, put a circle in a square and it's just not working. Everything else. Yeah, and everything in your life is getting all fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because you're trying for the wrong shit. Mm. When you're trying for the right shit, everything else falls into place use that gem sound Come again on. <laughs> the alignment works is universal in all in all things partnerships dinner like you said like if it's supposed to be the universe will conspire for it to happen but if you are fighting against that shit yeah you know it bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> put it on the shirt you, <laughs> you know, know it, bitch you know it bitch stop playing bitch stop forcing Speaking bitch, of shirts, stop I, would forcing just, it, bitch. I would just like to say that i wore the honorary good moms bad choices thank uniform you. today thank in support you. thank you for, for all the black hot fine ass mamas thank you as fuck Mm-hmm. we're designers so yeah if you're watching on youtube go check out we, we always yeah. we, we sometimes we do our like fashion reveals of our clothing today uh, mila is wearing vintage soles with a i don't know like a boyfriend jean um crop top and platform tennies <laughs> our group chat told us that skinny jeans are going out of style so i was like i gotta wear a boyfriend cut but they did say that yesterday and i refuse to believe this. i kind of refuse to you know i'm the kind of person they, that stays in my styles you need the skinny jeans with boots yeah and they just look good like with like bigger shirts i'm like a thicker woman i can't wear all like i can't have all things just out and flared i, I need I, some straightness yeah i still like platform shoes like the spice girls in the early 2000s i'm never letting them go to it <laughs> these are for my mom yes <laughs> stole mom. these for my mom they coordinate with your sparkly sleeves quite well that's what i was like this is gonna this is gonna uh, work <laughs> i'm fancy but i'm chilling erica's wearing her um october witchy Outfit. I'm wearing, this is Skims. This is oh, that's Skims? Oh, it's a Skims situation. It feels very soft. Skims. This is a Costa Rican cloak. Costa Rican witchy Costa Rican. cloak for October. 
Yes. Oh no, wait, it's November. All my Just jewels kidding. are vintage souls. I'm not vintage souls. Nature by Nature the label, black owned jewelry designer. Check them out. That blue one? That was from one. New York. Oh, yeah. These, these. These, <laughs> these. Gang, gang. <laughs> and Jared here is wearing essentials, fear of God, because he's cool. Yeah, <laughs> he's very on trend. <laughs> he's trendy. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so before we started the episode, we asked our guests to take a test. Oh, God. No, we, we just asked them to answer some questions about themselves. Like and then we thought it would be a good idea to ask them to see how much they know about each other. Oh, God. So we're, now we're going to test you. Okay. Oh. No pressure. You've only known each other for nine, nine years. No pressure. I'm going to fail this dun, 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 <laughs> desperately. Dun, dun, dun. It's okay. Okay, baby. Jared, you're first. Tragically. I'm first. <laughs> okay, first. great. What's Melanie's favorite color? Purple. Um, what's her overall pet peeve? Wait, did, did I get that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Correct. Her overall overall pet peeve? Um, cleanliness? She said this. She said this today. He got it wrong. Okay, well. <laughs> don't give him, don't let him cheat. Sorry. He got it wrong. Trying to cheat. What was it? It's liaring. Lying oh, and lying. liars. Lying, yeah. Liaring. Yeah. Liaring. <laughs> Li- all the lies. <laughs> um, what is your pet peeve when it comes, what is her pet peeve when it comes to you, your, her partner? What does she hate when you do? She hate what I do. I no, no, no. Like, what's something what, that she what's... doesn't like when you do? It's her pet peeve that you do specifically. Um, I don't know. Last minute communication. Don't change up. That's right. When we already made she, plans. She right. hates that. So I'm no, very much so the, a last minute planner. He is a last minute planner. And so the thing about it is, is he's working things out in his head. But by he the way, we're going to Atlanta to tomorrow. Yeah. By the way, thanks for letting me know right you're now. Welcome. Oh, you're going to Atlanta tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, apparently. Wow. Is that real? Are you, are you no, we really are going. Yeah. He told and, you today? She, and this, she hates that. And this was a last minute decision that was made. <laughs> so it's like, oh. And, you know, we got kids. So, like, when he's making these decisions also for himself or for our – it's like, okay, you got to let me know. Like, I'm – you guys have done this um, uh, Attached, the book Attached. Have you heard of this? I oh, your, your attachment style. The attachment yeah. style. So we're secure in our attachment styles, but on the quad of avoidant versus um, anxious, I veer more anxious, he veers more avoidant. Mm. So it, this is where our breakdown comes from. Oh. So, yeah, that that's my pet peeve is, like, don't – don't give me these details at the last second. My anxiety can't handle it. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. You okay. you answered these pack questions your, pack your honestly. Shit, bitch. You going to Atlanta? Yeah, we going. I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what was her childhood pet's name? Majesty. Oh, that was the second one. Uh, <laughs> Ozzy. Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these questions, Erica. <laughs> I didn't know they were this deep. Um, what would you say? What would What would she say is her best quality? Her best quality what is, she say? Yeah. is um, her ability to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Caring. Yes. Um, what doing, is her, I'm doing pretty good so yeah, far. Yeah, you're doing right. good. Wow, nine <laughs> years is showing. What is your, what is, what, is, what would she say is her worst quality? Her worst quality. I don't even remember what I wrote. This is hilarious. Um, <laughs> that she's a little messy. She procrastinates. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is that. That's a good one. <laughs> Which end result leaves me messy. Yes. I leave a tornado Same. everywhere I go. Right. Yeah, <laughs> is that a cancer thing? It is. I don't know. Just, it's because we're emotional, literally. and everything we're doing is emotionally driven, and yeah. it's just oh my Mila like literally just like walks and things fall off her body. 
I'm like, what the fuck? Why is your shoe here? What is? Yeah. Why is this over here? I can pick it up quickly though. I can. If like we're, we're leaving, like I could like check out of a hotel in like five minutes, and like no. the shit looks crazy, Melanie and I'm like, cannot. give me five minutes. I call Melanie a spreader because she just her stuff is everywhere. I'm the super spreader. Yeah. <laughs> you got nothing on me, COVID. <laughs> Um, what is something she is most sensitive about? Matters of the heart. Her feelings. Oh, baby, you're doing so good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, what have you? What has she accomplished that she is most proud of? Her children. True. Her family. Mm-hmm. Um, what is her biggest insecurity? That's a that's a politically correct answer. Niggas like <laughs> men are like nothing. She's not avoided. High avoided. High avoided. I don't I'm know. Not gonna touch that one. Nothing. Nothing. She's nothing. She's, she's perfect. perfect. <laughs> right. Smart answer. Yeah. Her art. She's okay. sensitive yeah. about her shit yeah. with him, yeah. with him yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, really? Like how he critiques you? Yeah, because he's musical. Yeah, so he's like, so, this is sounds. Yeah, like he's like, mm, I don't really. So uh, I'm like, oh, okay, sorry, I didn't think you'd like that. I, okay. I'm sorry, baby. It's, it's okay. okay. Too to many leave. beats on that one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you could have phrased this as a songwriter, as a successful, accomplished songwriter that he is. It's uh, he's dissecting at all times. Yeah. <laughs> do you? This is not on the list, but do you guys think it works in your favor that you guys are in the same industry, or is it challenging? I think it works. It works. For sure. Yeah. We're able to speak on a level, like if she was a, an accountant, we probably couldn't have the conversations that we have. Mm. You know? It makes sense. Yeah. I almost was an accountant. Oh. Really? I really, I mean, I really wasn't, but I did study accounting and finance in college. Okay. <laughs> did you finish college? I did. Oh, wow. You're smart. Look at my smart friend. You're smart. You're smart. My smart, smart artist. <laughs> um, what would be a deal breaker in her relationship? Cheating? No. No. Unwillingness to grow. Ooh. Stagnant. See, I, I obviously have that. A willingness to grow. He does. <laughs> um, where does she like to go grocery shopping? Trader Joe's. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Who's her favorite musical artist of all time? I'm torn, but it is Stevie Wonder. Ding, 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 ding. Um, I would have said Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. Mm, that's, well. that's a good one, too. She's my favorite singer, but artist? Yeah. Artist, Stevie. yeah, Stevie. Kanye might be up there, too, for you. Uh, is he re- we will re- As an we'll, artist. Is he paused right not- now? We will refrain from d- right. diving into that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's paused. He's paused right now. He's paused. <laughs> He's paused for any, from all categories. Yeah. Um, what is her guilty pleasure? Salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> <laughs> Love is blind. Trashy TV. Uh, yeah. yes, Do you watch yeah. Zeus? What's it called? Zeus, the like ultimate trashy TV of oh, all time. Yeah. You know, oh wow, yeah. it might be too trashy. It's real ratchet. I don't know anything about this. Oh, Zeus Network. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, I do know that there is pr- quite interesting programming on there. Yeah. Yes. Haven't gotten into it. You'll get yes. sucked in. Oh god. Oh. How old was she when she lost her virginity? <laughs> um. 17? Ding, 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 ding. ding. Yeah. All right. These are uh, good guesses. That, these are, that was a guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, a what guess. moment did she know she loved you? I don't agree with this answer that I wrote down, to be honest. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's not going to know this. Okay. Um, the moment she fell in love with me. Um, not I fell in love. The moment I loved you. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I don't remember. No, this is I a tough. I I'll literally honest, wrote I this know. thing down, but it's just such a vivid 
memory in my mind of him because you're you're we, on the island helping the locals. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's when I saw him break who I thought that he was. Mm. He was kind, he was caring, he was attentive, he was willing to work, he was willing to help. He wasn't lazy. And like, yeah, like, <laughs> is that no, was lazy? Because, no, you know what it is? Just like, you just don't know. Like there's certain people that just watch things happen and they just sit by and they're like, oh, it's not my business. I stay out of it. But there was these guys on the beach and they were trying to move this like big canoe. And like Jared just went over to help them. He left the group to go help them. Mm. And I just saw that. And I was like, oh, that's a beautiful quality in someone to me. It's just a willingness to show up to help um, oh, without expecting anything in return. And it spoke a lot of his character. Mm. And he is that way. It, it's interesting how sometimes uh, we can create people in our minds before we have the opportunity to know them. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of times. Like, We're you think you know someone, and then they ch- and then if you're open enough to allow them to really show you, then you can, you're open to shift it. But whole perspective, I yeah. think a lot of times people are not open to shifting it. You make up your mind what you think someone is, and then you roll with that. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. Like, our past experiences kind of shape how we think perceive people yeah. immediately like mm, yeah. i thought you date white women and yeah you're lazy it's <laughs> <laughs> not my type he's not my type not over, my type. It. Nope. over it <laughs> no i mean listen if for all the right reasons prove me wrong every time i love it yeah mm-hmm. right right um what is her biggest fear losing me <laughs> no <laughs> spoken <laughs> like a gemini <laughs> bees <laughs> Keep it light, bro. Keep it light. Bees. Bees, nigga. Lucy, Sorry, my bad. It's that simple. You said, me come up here, I'm no. out. He can my have the bad. whole building. She's <laughs> talking good things about me, so, you know, I wanted to keep We're that in going. That, you're in that, in that safe space? Okay. What is her favorite sex position? Mm. <laughs> uh, doggy. From the bag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, would she prefer to save or spend money? <laughs> uh this season, I would say save. She said she'd prefer to make it. <laughs> I agree. Um, I didn't know that was a choice. <laughs> I made it my own choice. That was good. I like that. Who was her celeb crush? <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Nope. <laughs> no. I mean, isn't he every girl's crush, right? Um, no, it used to be Erica's. It's, it's no more. No. It's, it's Tom Hardy? Oh, Tom. Is that a football mm, player? No. no. He's fine. He's a white boy. Okay. Yeah, he is. He is. I was gonna say that sounds white. He's rugged. I love yeah, it. Yes. Like, what is he in? He's an actor. He was venom. He was venom. Yeah. He always plays like very He's character. Bane yeah, Bane Bane Bane. Bane. Yeah. Oh, Bane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He doesn't look so good in that, but but I see the. I can He's see rugged. That. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like the dark whites. Yeah, <laughs> the dark, dark whites. That didn't, that didn't come the out. The dark brooding soul. Yeah, That's you know, like the, dark, you know, like the, the serial darkness. killer whites. The serial killer whites. No, like, no, 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 no. Are no. you a serial killer? No. Or are you darkness? Will you kill someone for me? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, women well, love that. <laughs> will you murder for me? You will. I don't want you to murder me, but you'll murder others. This just went all the way left. Uh, you know we're darkness over here. <laughs> a guy did tell me he would kill for me once, and it kind of made my pussy wet. And I was like, am I a serial killer? <laughs> am I a serial killer? No, I'm a former lesbian. <laughs> no, I'm a former lesbian. <laughs> um, how does she feel about non-monogamy? Oh, she doesn't She doesn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. That's, she wrote, that's a no. She wrote, do you? But, really? But yeah. not, I don't think she meant that for you. Oh, no, no, no. It's not for meant, us. She meant not for you guys. It's like, not for us. I was like, do you see what happens? Do you, yeah. <laughs> do you dot, dot, dot. We'll see who the serial killer is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melanie's a serial killer now. Yeah, we, we've had that conversation. <laughs> no, we have not. Did you bring that conversation up? 
Hell no, he was now afraid. Now you gonna open the can of worms. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, talk about your can of worms. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. I didn't know. We, I forget how it came up, but we were t- just talking about. We were just watching a movie. Mm-hmm. We were just I mean, and hypothetically. Yeah. I feel like it's a common conversation to come up because of the time we live in, like ninety yeah. percent any relationships that exist are like ninety percent open. Well, you know, it's really interesting because there's like recently the conversation of like cheating. Like we know a few people who are going through some hard times, like the conversation of cheating. My homegirl Shan does did a podcast on cheating and this conversation it came up. And it's interesting to think about how people define what that is and open relate like if you are both on the same page of having an open relationship that's different if one person is on the page of having an open relationship you cheating (laughs) so it's very i think it's all about the communication so i always tell them i'm like don't be doing no shit to me that makes me feel like i'm left in the dark Mm -hmm. right don't let's not ever get to a place where you want something different or i want something different we haven't communicated our desire our interest our curiosity whatever it is yeah i just feel like don't have your partner out here looking crazy yeah Mm -hmm. that's why they like don't if i'm your friend i'm um, don't let me be the last person to, to know. know. Right. If you fuck with me, then you're going to at least like, don't let me be in a room full of people and I'm the only bitch who doesn't know what's up. Exactly. Then I'll fucking fuck you yes, up. Yes, then I'll become a serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> like, then you like that darkness comes Look at Jared's face. <laughs> He's like, help, help, send help. <laughs> Blink three times if you yeah. need help. <laughs> do, you abuse, do you abuse Jared at home? Bro? No, sometimes. <laughs> Just like in the leg. But I like it. <laughs> oh, okay, a little freaky. Um, what's, your, what's her favorite memory of your relationship? There's just so many. Um, I don't know. I think early on we were at Great Adventure, I think it was. <gasps> Great Adventures. Oh, this is a good story. In Jersey. It's not what I wrote, but it's a good story. <laughs> and I just I, I, I hit two basket two basketball two shots to win like this big bear or or this monkey. monkey. Right. And we, we named him um, Fitzroy. He Fitzroy. was a Rasta monkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh and I just remember her being like, damn. It was a really good moment. Yeah, we we had a good time. That might have been actually the moment I think I loved you. (laughs) Because because I remember it it was the swag in which he did. Like, I had no expectations because those games are rigged, right? right, They're rigged. So I had no expectation. He sunk those buckets and won the biggest stuffed animal. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, you hit that. You're going to hit that. (laughs) You got games, too? You got games. It was cute. And then then that stuffed animal stayed in our lives up until recently <laughs> you like yeah. finally had to let it go yeah we had to let because you know cancers s- don't like to like shit go no we don't our son our son used to like jump on it was a huge monkey and then the stuffing started coming out we're like oh this is dangerous yeah, we <laughs> shout out to fitzroy <laughs> our first child uh she she said her what are you guys's wedding but clearly she forgot about great adventure i did clearly <laughs> um here's the last question um what what does she wish her partner saw more more of himself like how what does she wish you saw more in yourself Mm. I don't I don't know the answer to that. I'm curious what you wrote. <laughs> um your grounding. Okay. How grounded you are. Okay. You're grounding. He's an air sign, so he's he can float. He can mm. be all over the place. He can also um second guess himself and so I think the grounding allows him to stand firm in his greatness too. Because he's great. Thank you, baby. Great. Okay, I'm about to fail all these things. My (laughs) answers are not as good as yours. Okay, so I'm going to try to think like you, then. (laughs) Get in the mind of Jared. Uh If you can read my handwriting, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's his favorite color? Black. Correct. Overall pet peeve. Overall pet peeve? Police? (laughs) (laughs) 
good one. He don't fuck with the cops. Like, black man in America. I don't, <laughs> I don't think um, black people fuck with the cops. No, yeah, no but he. It. But the thing about it is, is that Jared is super rational and calm in every situation. Like I'm the firecracker. But something about the police just sent, he becomes someone else. My daughter was at Party City the other day and she's like, Mom, I want to be a police officer oh. for Halloween. I was like, No. <laughs> we don't no. fuck with the cops. Oh, no, man. no, no. Sorry, I can't get behind this. Oh, um, shout out to the cops that are good. Yes. Good cops. Um, 1%. <laughs> what is this, Peppy? Your space is your space. My space is my space. <laughs> <laughs> basically super spreader basically yeah. give me my space basically and stay in yours this is super spreader it's so clinging to me bitch it's funny because we have a big house I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not say, I'm not saying that's a brag this we have a, a big trait. house right and I have my little things my high, can I just have my one little motherfucker? can I just space? have like you know no. I'll find a, a freaking hair tie on my nightstand I'm like you have your own nightstand <laughs> my nightstand is full of my altar and stuff yeah, well, you can make room on your nice stand. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Cancers are infectious. Um, yeah, super spread. Which leads, which leads me to pet peeve when it comes to your partner. <laughs> pet peeve when it. Oh, he says I'm messy. I'm messy. Yeah, yeah I'm messy. <laughs> um, what is Jared's childhood pet's name? Checkers. Yep. Wow. What would you say is what would say what? Well, I didn't. I didn't write this right. What was? What is the, his best quality? <laughs> Jared's best quality. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Jared's best quality is he's adaptable. He, that's exactly what he wrote. Wow. <laughs> wow, he's adaptable. He can switch up quick. Wow, yeah, or any situation. What about his worst quality? His worst quality is. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> um, he's he's impulsive. Him thinking he doesn't have a worst quality. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is absolutely true. Jared, 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 but I'm perfect. What is something he's most sensitive about? Um, something that he's most sensitive about. He's not really sensitive, so this is hard. I don't know his three point shot. I don't know. Getting older. Oh yes, Peter Pan over here. You want to be young forever? Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. You're scared of grays and things. Not scared of grays. Like I I don't mind like looking older or like you know more mature. Um, Oh, sorry. (laughs) See, I'm not on my artist shit. (laughs) Um, I'm not. You know, looking older that that doesn't bother me. It's it's the finality of like it's it's going to end for everyone. I think you know what kids does that. I I never really feared death until Mm. I had kids Mm. and the Mm. thought of leaving them here Mm -hmm. in this wretched world. (laughs) Wretched, wretched. without you. me yeah I was like, who's gonna help you when yeah. shit goes wrong yeah yeah i feel that I get that yeah no jared just he's he's young he's always youthful in his spirit so mm. i think yeah <laughs> um what has jared accomplished that he's most proud of i'd say his family no sorry okay well then it's good. it's <laughs> gonna be his, num- his number one record <laughs> which one is it no he's proud of where he's at but more proud of where he's going you got very deep on these answers. There's no way I can answer that. <laughs> Wait, the next one. He got very I didn't realize. I thought, see, I didn't realize that you were going to answer these. I oh. thought this was like for us all to, to discuss. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is Jared's biggest insecurity? Being broke. 
he has no answer. He has no insecurities. <laughs> he has no insecurities. None. He's, he just left it blank. And there is the duality of the Gemini. He's perfect. I'm perfect. He's perfect. And he has no insecurities. He's perfect. <laughs> what would be a deal breaker in your relationship? For Jared? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I was, I don't know, if I was trying to control him. I don't know. This could be sort of that continuous disrespect. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I just wasn't giving him the space to be him. Mm. Yeah. Con- continuous. You can do a little disrespect. A little, just a little, little bit. bit. A little not continuous. Like, you continuously do a bit. A little baby. It's not, it's not a sprinkle on a little disrespect every now and then. <laughs> the keep, me, keep me on my toes. Cue the sprinkles out. <laughs> Where does he like to grocery shop? He doesn't grocery shop. Oh. Apparently he does. But if I were Whole to Whole Foods. Like, yep, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite musical artist of all time? Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is his guilty uh, pleasure? Uh, <laughs> Shake Shack? Milkshakes? Cookies and cream shakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would literally have one of those every single day. Not a cookies and cream shake. He loves it. I never it. had one there. Oh, oh they're so different. Good. It's so bomb. Okay, well, I don't even, I, I just taste his because if I, I can't go down that route. Is there a Shake Shack in the Valley? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Where is it? Oh, Sherman Oaks. Wait. And Westlake. Yeah, Westlake Village. Yeah. What is your favorite porn? What is his favorite porn category? I mean, <laughs> I already said this. <laughs> I used it for oh, you. Oh, Bugaki? <laughs> Did you know? Did you know? I this? have no idea. This Were is you watching in the bathroom First below? of all, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> it's not just my favorite. Clarify. It was just a little funny, funny thing. I don't, I don't actually watch a lot yeah, of porn we, like that. Like, no. You know. When you were if younger? you did. I don't, I, I don't know. Like... Porn is porn to me. Like it's just two people having sex. Like Ebony or multiple orgy threesome. If I were to watch it, if it's if it's hot, it's good. You know, it has to be hot. Hot porn, hot people porn. Yeah, hot people porn. Good looking people having porn. Gotta be good looking. Gotta be real good looking. That's pretty hard to find these days. It's really hard. It's not. It's gotta really sift through some shit. Yikes! Unless you're on Twitter. Twitter has better. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's the porn. Twitter's the new porn. Yeah. What? I know. Yeah. I know. Oh Lord. I was shocked also. Um where are we? I did uh, Twitter. I thought it was just 140 characters. No, yeah, they, have videos. Dark twi- they have videos and they had they there's have dark no, Twitter. There's now. no censory. They don't have nothing's bleeped out. I can, I can put my boobs on there. No one still cares. Wow. No flags. Wow. I know what I'm doing with the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Orlando can keep, Orlando can show you the way. <laughs> Thumbs up. He knows he knows all the right people to follow, apparently. Hilarious. All right. How old uh, was Jared when he lost his virginity? Fast ass, 12. How old were you? <laughs> no, no. Damn, man. <laughs> he was, he was always talking about how, oh, it was so and so. And I, I was like, you were doing what? At what age? Mm. I was like, I was playing sports. I didn't have time. I mean, I was definitely getting blowjobs at 12, but I wasn't. What? Your mother is going to listen to this. <laughs> is she? Yeah. <laughs> you know your mother listens to everything that we do. Hi, mom. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. 12? Boys have like a earlier. Why are boys allowed to do that? Because it's the society in which we live boys. in. We, we sexualize. We, we like positively enforce men for being sexual. It's true. Yeah. And for women, we shame, shame them. Shame them, yes. Mm-hmm. This is true. So it's like if a guy gets his dick sucked at 12, it's like, good boy. You right, did it, boy. Right. Oh, God. No, I know. It's Not okay. that <laughs> <laughs> You did it, boy. But you did it, boy. <laughs> that's, how, that's how dads talk to their sons. Go ahead, boy. Hilarious. <laughs> Is this accurate? Is that Jared? No, no. no. <laughs> Actually, my dad kind of sounds like that. But do you sound like that to Cameron? Maybe I will. Oh, God. <laughs> Good job, boy. Good job. <laughs> What's the, what is the age? 16. Oh, 16. Okay. Yeah. He, 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 
went penetrative that, that, at 16. He waited four years. He waited four years. <laughs> what moment did you, uh, did, did, wait, what's this question? She, she, it, she wrote this shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine me. What better. moment did he know he loved you? Uh, the moment you knew you loved me? Yeah. Was when you thought I realized that you were perfect? <laughs> I'm trying to answer like him. No, um, uh, the moment you knew you loved me, I don't know when you lost me. Mm. Mm. That's good. What did I write? When she met my family. Um, oh, yeah, did. that was a good one. Oh, that's cute. It was like a. It was like the family just all blended, all just meshed together. Yeah, I just so that it would work. My family is very important to me, mm-hmm. and very. we're all very, very close. You know, so when I when I when she came into the fold and. I saw how, you know, she was was with my mother, my father, and my aunts and uncles. It was like, okay. Yeah, it we, works. We can do this. Oh, it's, it's a good feeling when mm-hmm. that happens. Yes. When it doesn't happen, it is the worst feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, this is not going to work. Okay, <laughs> yeah. hey, well, Next. that was fun. Yeah. Um, what is Jared's biggest fear? Being broke. Going backwards. Mm. So maybe that's being broke? Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Although, were you? have you ever been broke? <laughs> Not in a very long time. <laughs> That's good news. Yeah, you've been rich for a long time. <laughs> rich forever. Rich forever. Rich forever. Born rich, Jared. What's his favorite sex position? From the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody, universal favorite. That's kind of universal we position, love it. right? I love it. <laughs> um, would he prefer to save or spend money? Spend. Yep. Not even a hesitation. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is his celebrity crush? A guy. It's an old one. I, I didn't know what to write. An old one? Yeah, you you know who like it is. How old? I could run down a list. <laughs> Go ahead. Start the list. Um, <laughs> Beyonce? <laughs> Joan Smalls? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. is Joan Smalls? Supermodel. Uh, is it Joan Smalls? Mm-hmm. That, I should have gone first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gone. Yeah, Joan Smalls. Mm-hmm. How does Jared feel about non-monogamy? I think he's fine with it. He says he doesn't judge. Yeah, he doesn't judge. Yeah. Favorite memory of your relationship? Um, favorite memory of yours? Our our wedding? Uh, yes. Oh, we have the same answer. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We should get married again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. What do you wish your partner saw more of? What the fuck am I writing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was difficult. It was, it was a challenge. I didn't have time to spell check. I don't even know how you it's fucking... It's fine, girl. It's fine. Okay, what do, you, what do you wish your partner saw more of in his self? Herself? Herself. Herself. What more... What do I think? What do you... What does he... <laughs> what do you think he... I was like, is this a trick th- question? <laughs> what do you think... Is this a double entendre? What you saw more of, of yourself? Of, of yourself. myself? Um... Uh, I don't know. Um, it has to do with me. <laughs> of course it does. Shocker. <laughs> How much you love me? Yeah. yeah. Witchy Melanie knows all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> you guys How did really good. Lo- pretty good. It's pretty good. Right. Right. Okay, yeah. love hurts. Yeah. Nearly have sex in the car? For sure. Perfect. I love oh, it. Yeah. I was going to send it to you on the way, and I was like, first of all, they're driving. Second of all, they're going to cheat. So no. Hilarious. <laughs> I love it. That was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that was fun. Happy that to was hear fun. That you're still getting it on in the car sometimes. Sometimes you got to... D- Listen, I'm going to just say this. These kids... <laughs> 
between them waking up at night, coming, one of them can walk into the room now. Like it's like a, it's a really, really interesting thing. Ironically, we were with my girl Shan and she had just had her daughter and she was like, so, yo, like, what's sex like, like married? And I was like, you know, I'm like, it's great. Like, there's, it hasn't changed for us as far as the fact that, but it's like, our son wants to come in our bed every single night. That night, he didn't come into our room. That night, we had amazing sex. That night, we conceived our daughter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was just so like, one just, time. I was like, we just gonna have babies coming into our room for the next little while. Okay, great. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's really crazy how that how that how that happened. Yeah, and that's why I have a vasectomy now. <laughs> you do? I do. Oh, wow. Are you sharing this publicly? I'm sharing wow. it publicly. Wow! wow. Congratulations. Well, yes. I, you know, I, at the I, club. I, I, honestly, I mean, the thing is, you can reverse it at any time. But yeah. you can. But I honestly forgot about it. But my balls hurt. So like, I was, <laughs> it's wait, fresh. It they still hurt. Oh, you got it recently. Week? Two day, three days ago. Oh, oh my shit. god! What did wait, it so hurt? Is, is it, it non invasive? Like it's like I don't. They always make it seem like it's like a walk in the park. It's surgery. Uh, yeah. So you had to yeah, you go, go under. No. No. But it is. They numb surgery. you. They just numb it. They numb it. Yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> Were you there? I was in the waiting room. Oh my god! You know, apparently there was a cute nurse in the waiting in the room with him. That helps it out. I commend you for this because she's been through enough. I agree. I think all women have been through enough. If you're making that decision as a man, you know what I'm saying, or as a as as a partner, um, and it's a lot more invasive for y'all to take yes. care of that. You know what I mean? Yes. So I almost looked at it as like, okay, this is my partner for life. We don't want any more kids. It's not on her now. She did what she needed to do. You know what I mean? After this uncomfortability for a couple of days, um, it's done. You can and just shoot at the club no matter what. You know what I'm saying? It's, and nothing changes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having the best sex of my life. The worry-free. The worry-free We sex. ain't going to have no kids. And no more kids coming into the bed. Yeah. You don't have to be on birth control. No. Or that's that's yeah. a huge stress. Yeah. And I think a lot of men look at it, oh, you, I'm, uh, you, you took my balls or you castrated me. It's, that's not, that's not, that's not that's what not this what is. Yeah. That's not what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can still ejaculate. Do, ejaculate. You can still do all the things that you do right now, except you won't have any babies. Right. And... If, you know, like I said, I don't want any more. Well, that's a huge stress you. to eliminate. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy anniversary to us. Yeah. Hey. I mean, it's a little, it's uncomfortable. I'm sitting here a little uncomfortable. Are you on pain meds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, I didn't take them today because I just don't like taking pain medication man. like that. But um, Feel the it's pain. Good. Feel the pain. It's good. It's All not even pain. It's like a... I don't know. Like a like a, it's like a little pressure. Yeah, yeah. A little pressure and like some tightness. Or like, you know, every once in a while, it feels like you you don't understand. It's like when someone, no, when somebody like just like, t- you know, <laughs> flicks you in the balls. <laughs> you know that feeling? Yeah. Ball, the ball flick. The ball you know what flick. I mean? It's just like, oh, but you're good. Small you know price I mean? to pay. Small price Agreed. to pay. Agreed. Yeah. The future is bright. <laughs> Well, cheers to unprotected sex with no babies. Yeah. Yes. Amen to that. Yes, I love that for you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Um, so at the beginning of the show, you guys pulled a card. Oh, yeah. I think we should read what the cards were pulled, what they were. I, Melanie, I believe you pulled the, the eight, eight of, of pentacles. pentacles. And eight of pentacles upright. So, the Eight of Pentacles represents apprenticeship, repetitive tasks, mastery, skill development. 
The Eight of Pentacles is a card of apprenticeship and mastery. When this card appears in a tarot reading, you are working hard to improve your skills and becoming a master at what you do. You may have recently changed your work, education, or financial circumstances, and now you are applying your sheer determination and concentration to master the new skill that you are learning. You are diligent and hardworking, and you are applying yourself fully to whatever is at the center of your attention. The Eight of Pentacles may indicate further education or study in order to hone your skills. You may already be proficient in a particular skill set, but you are now seeking to master those skills. Um, You know that it will require a lot of focus and dedication in your studies, but you are willing to work hard and pay attention to the details. You know that you will not learn these advanced skills overnight, but you are prepared for the journey towards becoming a master at your chosen expertise. More broadly, the Eight of Pentacles suggests that you are working away at the finer details of the various aspects of your life in an effort to continuously improve your situation. You may be unhappy with your current state and know you need to make some important changes in your life to increase your overall satisfaction. The Pentacle, the Eight of Pentacles is is encouragement to keep doing what you're doing as it will eventually lead to success. Ashe, Ashe. I received that. Listen, I had a reading, uh, like a numerology reading recently. Wonderful. I'll connect you guys with her. She's amazing. Um, And this is exactly the chapter of my life that I'm in, uh, according to my life chart. Wow. So this is like really affirmative. Amazing. Thank you for that. What you got, Jared? I'm the Knight of Brooms. Which is the Knight of Wands, uh, traditionally. Okay. Put this this deck. Alicia's Hoggedy Tarot, please send us another deck. <laughs> text her. Um, while the Page of Wands marks the initial spark of a new idea, the Knight of Wands shows the actual pursuit of that idea. When this card appears in a tarot reading, you are charged up with energy, passion, motivation, and enthusiasm, and you channel that energy through your inspired action. You have a clear vision about what you want to create, and fueled by your passion and inspiration, you are now moving forward with leaps and bounds to turn your vision into reality. This card is your sign to go for it. Mm. I love it. You're bold and courageous and willing to venture into unknown territories to further your mission and your dreams. You don't really care if danger lies ahead. In fact, if it does, then it becomes all the more exciting and thrilling for you. Adventures like this light you up because you know growth and expansion are waiting on the other side. Be a pioneer and take calculated risks to reach new heights. In this light, the Knight of Wands gives you the feeling that you can take on the world. You are so committed to what your vision and purpose are that you will stop at nothing to bring it to life. As you pursue your goals, your confidence skyrockets and you realize that your potential is limitless. You can do anything. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go, season. Okay, couple. Yeah, y'all about to master and conquer. Right. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's hey, yes. Well, thank you guys so much for coming for on. Having us. Wait, I want to ask them if they have a hoary. Oh. Uh, 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 horror stories. I'll share one of my favorite. This is just one. It's of my not favorite. really a horror. It's story, not a horror. It's not. It's funny. It's like. Right. It's like. A, this is one of my favorite. Just nights in general. So we went to one of my favorite restaurants in New York called Gali, which is like this like Italian restaurant. Love to go there. They had these clams, and it comes in this amazing sauce. So the chef knew that I love the sauce, and he sent me home with a huge like extra little container of it. <laughs> and we went home that night, and we had. I just remember back to my apartment. We'd eaten the best meal because that's what we just love to do. Just like eat, have sex, do all that. Go back to the house, have sex. It was amazing, and then. After we had the most amazing sex that night, I looked over into the kitchen and I was like, oh, we got that sauce. 
And so we mm-hmm. went over to the stove, heat that shit up, butt naked, standing in front of the, 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 the stove, eating out of the pan, feeding each other bread and clam sauce. Oh, and it was that's one of my... I thought of, you were going to put the sauce on him and lick it I off. Mean, no, she, no, no, no. I mean, I mean there, there, well, there, there, that's a different story about the sex. But but that, that to me, whatever The combination think, of that sauce and the sex. The, because it's the food for me. It's Euphoria. The, the food is a love language. And well, this it's is pleasure. How we, it's this all is, pleasure. This is how we fell in love, is eating food. Like yeah. trying all these different restaurants, traveling, just making love all over the world. It was wonderful. This is my ideal love story. Sex and food. Food. This is it. This is all we want to do. Make me full and happy. Happy. Fuck me, feed me. Fuck me, feed me. (laughs) I'm into it. Um, One more thing before we end. If you were giving couples one word of advice, what would it be as you guys have had this One word? Not one word, just some advice. What is your one piece of advice for couples... Young, thinking about marriage, long term. What is your advice? Thinking about marriage, mm-hmm. yeah, um, therapy. It really helped me. You know, I was I was definitely adverse to it at first, and Melanie was like, "No, we really should, we really should." And it's it's helped me a lot, and it's helped I think both of us understand each other even better. Um, so I would say, yeah, don't don't be don't be scared of that mm-hmm. at all. You know. Yeah, it therapy is amazing. Um, I mean, it's going to sound cliche, but it's really communication. It's just it it is just everything. I think I think it's a skill that requires maintenance and and attention, and you have to be you have to have self awareness. But communication is really everything. I feel like a lot of shit gets lost and damaged because of a lack of communication. Some people don't want to; they're afraid. Some people don't know how. So whatever that is, work on it. Just work on finding how you communicate with your partner. Yes. Speak their language to them. Yeah, because if you know you have a good woman or a good man, like there there are going to be bumps in the road, period. You know, so you need to be able to break through those barriers to get to the other side. Also, I'm gonna go back on off of these both of these both cliche answers and I'm just gonna go team. Like my word is team. Mm. Like the teammate aspect of a relationship is everything, <laughs> I think. It's like when you look at that person as your teammate, you're not trying to be right. You're not trying to control. You're not trying to do make them do what you want them to do. It's about what's best for the team. How do we win together? Yes. And that's really what it is. It's two people individually coming together for a common goal. And that that to me is just like it's just team personified. Yeah, and I think like within the team, I you know, the man sometimes always feels like he's got to be Kobe or Jordan. The lead, you know leading I mean? the team all the time. And you don't need to be that all the time. You know, some, sometimes you're Draymond Green. Sometimes you're the role <laughs> player to keep things moving, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes you are Jordan, you know. And I think you need to allow each other that that lateral movement um, to, to move together as the team. Mm. I love that. I love that, especially for men, because I feel like I think even men sometimes don't even want to take on that role, but they feel like they have to. Like they're supposed to take on this role of like, like if you aren't an alpha male, if you aren't a leader, right. then you're not really right. a man in in so many ways. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. It really is. You know, like it. We are a team. She truly is my partner, and I'm hers. Right. So we're in it together. Period. That's that's really it. And sometimes someone's gonna have to take the lead and take a sometimes. break. Yeah, yeah, like it's not always. Yeah. And as somebody who who definitely is a take charge type person, very like we'll go get it done. I don't want to be in the driver's seat all the time. Mm-hmm. I really don't. And it's 
I'm sure like he's learned that over the years. Like, I mean, there's certain times where he'll be like, I didn't know you were that tradi-. I'm like, please, I don't want to be steering this ship all the time. I want somebody that I can be like, I'm going to go take a nap. You're going to lead us to the next place. Right, like, right. It, it's really, really important. And then sometimes he too turns to me and is like, all right, like I'll let you be the guide. And I think that that's what works, mm-hmm. works for us. Thank you guys so much. Thanks. I really appreciate you guys, friends. I think people underestimate, like, single people, if you're listening. I think sometimes there's, like, this weird thing about, like, single people hanging out with married people. And, like, oh, you don't want to bring your single bitch friend. And it's, like, I really think there's a huge benefit in hanging out with and spending time with healthy, loving couples. It's, like, if you are in a place in your life where you want that in real life and you know like attracting that is spending time with your healthy couple friends and seeing the examples and seeing all the ways that you can do it and how other people do it and how it works and like actually seeing examples of it I think one of the things I've realized too like just being in a relationship that's serious is that like I haven't had that many examples of healthy love Mm -hmm. and so when I'm in it it feels foreign and it's because I've never seen it I've never witnessed it. Mm. So it's like if you have friends that are in healthy, loving relationships, like go eat dinner over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on over, y'all. Yeah, like, hang out. <laughs> cooking dinner. You know? Come like, on. <laughs> it's, it's so important. So I appreciate you guys so much for being honest and coming and hanging out oh, with hey, us. Thank, thank you, you, Jared. Of course, my pleasure. Coming hanging out with us and letting us get all in your business and shit. <laughs> it's what you do. Thank <laughs> you. Can you tell the people where they can find y'all? Yeah, um, at Melanie Fiona on Instagram and Twitter, apparently where you can watch porn. <laughs> and um, Jared? Oh, you can find me on Melanie's page. <laughs> <laughs> and Erica's like, I don't think I've ever met Jared. I was like, me either, but I know him from Instagram. No, I yeah. said I met him. No, I was like, go. I was like, I yeah. see him on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> I, said, I don't think I've heard him speak because I've never sp- spoken to him. I saw him at Melanie's party, but Stevie Wonder was there, so I couldn't focus on anything but Stevie Wonder singing fucking Happy Birthday. Wait, guys, can you do a duet to take us moment. away? Can you, guys, dude, you know Jared can sing too. Jared they're, can they're, sing. They're like an R&B singing couple. Can you guys just like... <laughs> Jared, what you can sing? Do we have any song requests, Erica? Oh, you have a call. I have a conference okay, call. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Never mind. Damn. Next time. Next please time. Have literally has a please call. Please have us yeah. back. Okay, okay, I have a conference call, too. Yeah. Okay, sure. One o'clock. All right, ladies. Well, um, and then gentlemen listening, you know where to find us at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Make sure you go rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to Costa Rica, so check that out. Link hey. in the episode description. Come to our retreat in February 2023. You have time to make those payments. Make yourself a priority. And anything else? I want to say something. Sure. I just want to say that I am so proud of both of you guys. Thank you. I have seen what you guys have built, grown, evolved, manifested. Um, You guys have just really evolved so beautifully. And you guys deserve all the flowers. And we're so happy to be here. But I'm just so happy to see you guys shining in such a bright way. And Mm -hmm. as your friends and as moms, this is the shit. This is the shit. It is needed. And I hope you guys feel fucking proud of yourselves. Thank you. Thank you guys are killing it. Thank you. And so everyone who's listening, y'all are doing the right thing, supporting, listening, finding your community through these amazing women. And um, I'm just so happy for you guys. Oh, thank, you. thank you. I love, love you. you. I appreciate yeah, I love that. You guys. I love you. Thank you. All right. Well, we out, y'all. Bye. 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 Peace. <laughs>